This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. And thank you for calling in to the Let's Talk About It with Ginny White show. Today we're going to talk about lies. That's what we're going to talk about. So what do you think about lying? Well, you can deal with it. Can you deal with uh, stress as well? I don't know. We'll see. Most people lie every day without realizing it or thinking much of it. I don't know if that's true when you tell lies. I don't know. I don't think that, well, I think you know what you're doing. That's my opinion. And that coworker of yours that greets you with a smile every day, imagine that her husband is abusing her and it's all she can do to hang on. Yet, Every morning when you ask how she is, she says she's doing great. And that's because that's the answer she's expected to give. Most people can't be bothered enough to care, so it's easier to pretend every day that things are okay. Some people lie a lot and pretend to be someone they're not. Excuse me. They don't want to be completely open about some things, so they want to keep private thoughts and struggles to themselves. So I want to know, what do you think? What do you think about telling lies? Do they help you? Do they not help you? Or is it just sometimes it's better to keep some things to yourself? I don't know. What do you think? And right now, I'm going to call on my co-host, Mr. Coleman. How are you? Good. Good evening, uh, Jenny White. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Is that a lie? Good. You said you okay? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm great. <laughs> great. If you hear me on Friday, then you know I'm doing all right. <laughs> okay. I heard that. So... I don't know. What do you think about lying? Well, two things I can't stand is a liar and a thief. So, um, you know, I recognize that people will uh, fabricate or embellish things for their own personal reasons. And uh, I think that, you know, at some time or another we all have exaggerated certain things, you know, if it's on a resume or, uh, you know, just saying that your house is bigger than it is or 
your bank account is bigger than it is, or I mean, you're telling lies when you walk out the house with with that <laughs> weave and that, that wig and them eyebrows <laughs> and them fingernails. That's so a lie. So what do you say? <laughs> but okay, like well, let that. me say this: um, women do this to, you know, look okay. They don't just want to walk out the house without, you know, makeup or different things. So you think that's a lie that they should hold up or no? It's an illusion, uh, you know. And I don't have a problem with women, you know, dressing up and, and, and feeling good about themselves and enhancing themselves oh, yeah. with makeup and eyelashes and whatever, you know, whatever it takes to make them feel good, you know. Yeah, well, you know, I think you guys like it too. I mean, you know, uh, I'm kind of, uh, the eyelashes are really, I mean, they were, if you look at Gunsmoke, uh, Miss Kitty was wearing those, and that was way back when. In the okay. 50s and the okay. 60s, yeah. So I guess they kind of fell out and then they come back. So I don't, you know, I don't mind that. Uh, when women want to look good, I think you guys like us, you know. Yeah, I mean, like you us. know, it's a whole lot of lies. I mean, kids feel lies, you know, get out of trouble, I mean. Well, that's you know, true. Don't tell lies. Well, yeah. You know, whatever reason. Well, like I was saying. Coming, to, uh, yeah. coming what? up what? What were you saying? No, I was just going to say, you know, they ask you, your boss asks you why you're not coming to work today. and you, you <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel good. <laughs> But you want to see that uh, show, huh? <laughs> right. That's a lie. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I think at some time uh, we have told lies. I mean, you know, sometimes we do that to get out of trouble, you know, when we're kids. I didn't do it. <laughs> So, I mean, right. I, I guess they're just there. And right now we have a, a listener that wants to chime in. So, listener, right. how you doing? And how are you? I'm fine. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> you know, yeah, have you noticed that you don't have to teach a child how to lie? <laughs> I haven't noticed my, 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 my young um, grandchild. Who did that? Andrea did it. I didn't do it. And he was two and three. He'll tell you that. You don't have to teach them that. That's true. They just know it. Yeah, you're right about you don't have that. To teach. They'll, they'll say something altogether different. I think that um, it's um it's a convenience. Okay. <laughs> One person said, she said, uh, she said, well, I'll lie to keep the peace. <laughs> you know, yeah, well. I guess with her husband or whatever. Yeah, I'll lie to keep right, the peace yeah. or anything. Well, you know. They it's got a necessary evil. That's what it is. Right now. 
Where's we got that? a lot of politicians walking around telling a big lie right now, too. Oh, That's all we, yeah. And we can't, it's so much confusion. I agree with you. Oh, my God. There's so much God. confusion. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They are big lies. And why they want to uh, pin their uh, whatever to Trump. And he's a great one. And well, when they he went, when he went to talk to Putin, and he sided with Putin instead of America, they should have kicked him out of the residency. But instead, from what I'm listening to, they are loving on Putin and not their own in America. Can you believe that? You believe that? That's crazy. Why would you do that? Treasonous behavior. I mean, you know, they just want the they just want the power, you know, and they don't care about democracy or corruptness, corruptness or, you know, other people. I, you know, I guess they feel that, you know, many a great fortune has been created because of scandal, and I guess they're willing to, you know, put it all on the line to, you know. But you don't turn your back You don't turn your back on your own That's like turning uh, If you have a husband If you have a wife And you decide that you're going to side with If you had a friend that was a female And you go with her and not your wife or girlfriend or whatever, you stand with them instead of your your own? That doesn't oh, yeah. make sense to me. But it doesn't make sense to me. Just like these um, men in the trucks, they want to drive to Washington, D.C. I mean, why? Why? Take whatever you have in your truck and go and take it to the store. Instead of our prices are rising, and then our food is becoming lower. If you get a a can or a box or whatever you get with contents, it's less than what it used to be. We used to have full containers. Now we Uh got half containers. And it's going to cost us more money. That's crazy. And they want to drive. What about uh, a job? Do they want to have a job? Or or what's the deal with that? I don't understand. Because if I were their managers or or owners or whatever, they would be uh, fired. Because I need somebody that wants to work not want to go to DC. So I don't I don't know what's going on. I have no idea what's going on, but I know I'm paying more money for groceries and I'm bringing home less 
and I don't like that. And I don't like the fact that people are siding with Putin than they are with the United States. Well, you know, if that's the case, you can go over Americans there. are doing that, yeah. Yeah, go over there and stay with him. But don't stay here in America hollering about Putin is okay. You know, something has gone really wrong. Something has really gone wrong. And I don't know how to fix it. I don't know how we can. So if anyone has an idea or how we are to do this thing, I wish they would press the uh, one button and talk to us and let us know what you think. What do you think we need to do to turn it right because it's going crazy. It's going crazy, and now people are upset because Biden says he's going to nominate a black female. A black female. What's so bad with that? You got a black man over there, even though, well, I won't say, but I there mean, ain't, no, ain't nobody black claiming Clarence Thomas. All, all skin folk ain't kin folk. <laughs> well, you right about that? Because he definitely. Well, his wife is uh, Caucasian, so I guess you can understand that. But well, I mean, uh, not even that. I mean, she she's part of the. Uh, uh, the the right, you know, she's definitely a far right. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so he has to ideology. I, yeah, I guess he had to hang with her. Okay, and we have another listener. Hi, listener. How you doing? I'm doing great. And you? I'm fine. This is TC. Hello, hello, hello. hello everybody. This How is you TC doing? from Detroit. All You're right. great. You got to re- Clarence Thomas. Then you got to remember his wife is the cousin of the Bushes. Oh, you know okay, that? okay. No, and the I, reason, didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> and the reason and the reason he got in was really uh, after uh, uh, thir- uh, oh, I can't think of the black guy name. I should be so embarrassed. Uh, Thurgood Marshall. So the goal was the the Republicans going to nominate him and hope that the uh, that all the uh, Democrats vote against him, uh, you know, for for that that judgeship. But the Democrats just sat back and said nothing. So that way it went through without anybody doing anything. But that was not their plan. Their plan was so that the Democrats go against a black person on the uh, Supreme Court. And so the Republicans can say, hey, we gave them one, and they didn't, you know. Oh, I didn't know that. Ago. Yes, that was the strategy on that. Oh, and, and then, it didn't work, huh? Nope, it backfired on them. Well, the young lady because tried see, to the Republicans keep him was out. The, one that got, the Republicans was the one that got uh, that Hill girl to uh, to go against Anita. him for that. Uh, Anita Hill, right. right. 
because Anita Hill never said what they what they said she said. She never said that uh, Thomas uh, sexually harassed her. Uh, I'm trying to think of the question. They asked her a question, and she said something like, well, he was annoying or something like that. And somehow, you know how the Republicans get stuff and run with it. They were going to run her down, run them down, and then say, "Okay, you Democrats, you, we had one for you, and you just, hey, decide to uh, <laughs> do away with it." Mm-hmm. You know, so uh-huh. a lot of times, what do you say? Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. And see now, that, and you ask why the uh, Republicans are for are, are for Russia. The goal was Donald Trump was supposed to tear down uh, NATO. He, he was breaking with NATO and trying to go towards uh, uh, towards Putin, right? That mm-hmm. that that was the whole goal of uh, deacon, what they call it, uh, just uh, eliminate the government, make each each part go after each other. And Trump on his on his next, he had said on his next term he thought he was going to get reelected. Then there was. Uh, Russia was supposed to come back, but Russia had already planned it. But uh, what happened, Trump uh, didn't make it back in there because Trump would have just sat aside and let them go ahead and go into where they came and wouldn't do nothing at all, period. So that was the, uh, the, the theory of changing the dynamics of the world order. So that would automatically make uh, NATO fall apart, and then that would put Russia back where it's supposed to be and Trump will be over the uh, the U.S. government. Oh, please don't. Yeah, say all this that. stuff didn't happen by accident. Now, this stuff didn't happen by accident. All this. Well, stuff I don't planned. believe that the pandemic was an accident. I believe someone created that for a reason. Uh, I can't say that. I, I can't see nobody. Well, I believe that that's people my just belief. Heck of it. That's well, my that's belief. Well, I feel like I tell my daughter, we agree to disagree. Yeah, well, somebody you created know. it, and well, it um, I think it got out of order. It got out of order. But to have uh, a line of trunks, trunks, or trucks, <laughs> I'm trying to say, oh. you know, if they're going to Washington to harass well, President Biden. I don't think that's right. Well, it doesn't have to be right. Remember I told you a couple of weeks ago, uh, this senator from Tennessee was on TV, and he was mad because the person they sent to the Senate didn't vote the way they want him to vote. And he said, we didn't tell you the vote was right. We told you to vote for what we told you to vote for. See? See? So, you know, because if they had to vote for what's right, the uh, Voting Rights Act would go through. If they vote for what's right, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have that thing about uh, black black history. Well, so, they, so the whole thing is just one long chain uh, that they don't know where it's going to end or how it's going to end. Yeah, you're right about that. But they, they can really you imagine have. having a, a, a fight in, in, in the United States, uh, black against white? Who's going to decide, decide who's black and who's going to decide who's white? Well, we know they don't want us, okay? But what they don't realize is that we didn't have a choice. 
you know, as to what color we are. But I'm satisfied, and I think most of the people that I know are. I don't know anybody that's trying to pass. But what I'm saying is that they're taking people with different colors, you know, and just don't like them, throw them away or whatever, which makes no sense to me. It really does. You don't like what you don't understand. They don't, even, they don't even understand what they're doing themselves. Well, I can agree with that. Because hmm. I think um, I, I, I remember a while back, remember when, uh, uh, I'm going blank today. I must be getting old. The black president, <laughs> come on, come and snap it to my You're head You're talking today. about what, what uh, Obamacare. Remember Obama, when Obamacare yeah. came out? Yeah. You know how they were hollering and crying? And there was this one white lady. She was having a baby, right? And the guy said, "Do you know if we had Obamacare, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have to pay the sixteen thousand dollars, you know, to have have your baby born and everything." You know what she said? What? Because it was sixteen versus seven thousand. She said, "I deserve the right to pay more money if I want to." And the guy just right. looked at her. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? So how logic is that? All they know that it was it was called Obamacare, and that yeah. that means it was wrong. And well, then they the next started they it. Tried to get... <laughs> they started that. Well, Obamacare. actually, it came from uh, it came from uh, the guy uh, Romney. That was Romney had built that in uh, in uh, Connecticut, and they just took what Romney uh, said and then they made took it. it. Uh, yeah. Yep, made it. Why, you know, so it originally came from a Republican. <laughs> well, they did it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's their fault. Right. But uh, they, you know, I think they're separating some of them, you know, because uh, some of them know that Trump is not. Well, I don't know why they think he's such a god. I because he's turned, they're trying to turn back the clock to the to the 40s, and the only way they can think about doing it is you got to try to erase something to put something in its place. Well, you know, at some point in time, he was a Democrat. He was a Democrat all the way until the day he came down that uh, that escalator. And remember, I told you uh, back in '95. Trump was a Democrat, and and uh, yeah, Dick, Dick Cavett asked him, "Would you ever think about running for president?" And he said, "Well, if I run for president, I have to be a Republican because they're the only ones that's dumb enough to vote for me." <laughs> and they did. He said, he, "You know, they they don't. I don't know why the Democrats don't never ever ever play that. You know, that piece of of tape. It's like they're scared they're going to make them mad or something." There's a lot of stuff they can say or put online about him, about him grabbing the woman and standing mm-hmm. in the middle of the street and killing someone and not being, you know, uh, caught or something. I mean, he said all that. He believes it. And, you of know, course. 
I think it, I think I'm believing it too. Because he said he's all right. They wouldn't do nothing things. to him. Look what that white boy did and killed those two white people and hurt the other one. What did he get? In a different state. He's now a hero of the Republican Party. Who is that? I think was that in Portland? Was that in Portland? And and, and the the guy walked right past the police and they gave him a thing of water and then they they found out he was from Minnesota somewhere. Oh, you're talking about the young guy who yeah, they let go. Yeah, yeah. And he had the gun and they drove right by, past him. No, they 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 stopped and gave him some water. Well, I didn't see that part. I saw him uh, walking, and they kept Wait driving. And if that was a brother walking a, down the street with a rifle, they were I guarantee shot. he would get that close to the to the uh, uh, the police officers. But you know, uh, we just need to live with it because it's not going to change. All of that hatred is sad. It's really sad. Some of them don't do that, though. Well, that's not everybody. Right. I mean, right. So that's that's the way they did. But the way they did the young man that kneeled, you know. You talking about. Cabernacki? I'm talking about Cabernacki. The football player. Yes, and all the coaches got together and decided neither one was going to hire that young man. That was and I think that's a dirty, dirty, rotten shame, the way they did that young man. Well, you may be right. Yeah, he had something to do with it. But so, I mean, uh, thirty-two billionaires, not black. What do you think will happen? I, you know, what? Oh, I, I don't know what to say. It's just disturbing that we live in a life in a a world like this. Well, if you think about it, black people are the only ones that really kept the Democrats or Democratic hopes than anybody else. You made it, you know, black folks was the ones to get the vote. Black folks was the one, uh, you know, that did all the work for free. I mean, everything you look at, all the advancements we've had in the last 15 or, well, I'll say 30 years, have come because of black people, uh, you know, going, you know, uh, backing it. Yeah, we we and got a lot that we've done. Of course. That's why they didn't want you to know about it. Yeah, but now they want to change history and not give the um the good right. stuff to the black people who have done it when they want to change the name and let it be uh done by someone who is not African-American. So uh, what's new? That's not new, but, it's you know, they want to take what we've done and put their stamps on them when they had nothing to do with it. So what else is new? (laughs) 
Well, you know, so we're trying to get raise our kids in a world where they're black. And I think it was the young lady, and I don't recall her name, that uh, President Biden wants to put her on the Supreme Court. And she was saying that when she was younger, that I think her doctor, I mean, not her doctor, her teacher, she told the teacher she wanted to go to Harvard. And the teacher told her that she shouldn't try to go to Harvard. But when she graduated, she went there anyway. But why would a teacher, you know what? And I'm going to tell you from experience, when people tell you, now it's not everybody, I don't know how everybody does that, but for me, I got uh, someone told me that something I was not going to do. And when they told me that, I made it my business to do it. And that's what that young lady did. She was told, you know, she should not try to attend that uh, college. Right. But I well, know people, people are going to stop you when they can't do something. They're going they're, to they're try. They're telling you their weaknesses. They're, they're telling you their weaknesses. Try. But that's not fair because a lot of people possibly have stopped doing something that they wanted to do, but someone else told them, well, I don't think you should do that, and you might want to do this or that or the other, you know. But a anything lot of the in life, time, you have a choice. You have, yeah. It's called an opportunity cost, which is time. Now, you can let somebody else make it up for you, or you can do it yourself. Well, that's true. But sometimes when so, you're yeah. young, you know, you kind of listen to a person like that sometimes. But what I was yeah. told, that made me... Surely I'm going to do it. I am going to do it just because you said that I wasn't. So See, you, were I, born, you, were, you came up in the 60s and the 70s, and we had all those great leaders like Malcolm X and uh, Martin Luther King and, uh, all, you know, even our past at our church, uh, McLaughlin. They were just dynamic people that had, acceler- had accelerated in a lot of different areas. And they passed that on. So no matter who outside said something, you always had a positive role model to look at. Right, right. And, and you dared somebody to be. tell you that. Yeah, well, and that's what we should we should do to the younger people. And don't try to kick them out. We need to, you know, help them. If we if they need help but we should always be trying to help them. So, you know, it's just, um, like I say, you just have to do what you think is best for yourself. Mm -hmm. You want to listen to this person? But if it's an adult and this is a child, 
you know, children tend to, well, so-and-so said I couldn't do this. And maybe I can't. Yeah. You know, that's where the home comes in. Yeah, that's true, if the child mentions it. Mm-hmm. But the parents you, should always try to, in, you know, encourage the young well, we, people. You know, we challenge each other when we're in school, you know. We had the we had the smart kids, we had the druggy kids, we had the, you know we had all different you know groups that hung around together. Yeah, you know, it always depends on what you're doing, huh? You can always depends have that. You listen to. Depends on who you listen to, what group yeah. you were in. Yeah, well, but, you know, yeah, I, I think I agree with it. Yeah, I, you know, I agree with all that. I was just going to say, Jenny White, did you want to take a commercial break for a moment and give a word to our sponsors, and then we'll come back on the other side and, you know. Okay, well, we there. do have sponsors, and that's for sure. <laughs> so we will take a break, and this is the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. As an author, you understand the devastation of someone plagiarizing your work. But what if someone stole your identity? Protect yourself and your family with identity theft protection. Services include credit monitoring, credit... Okay. What happened to that? I don't know. Want to start a business or have tax issues? We know exactly how to handle your individual needs. We personalize each individual and give you the time required to focus on your needs. We audit you before the IRS does. The IRS is not on your side, but we are. We set up companies do tax preparation, tax and retirement planning, bookkeeping, IRS audits, and reviews. Please call me, Deborah Mitchell, owner of Mitchell & Company, for a free consultation at 248-354-5122 and visit my website, MitchellTaxAccounting.com. Is your food bland and you want to spice it up? Does it taste like something is missing? What's missing is my seasoning, Butch's Bodacious Seasoning, all-purpose seasoning, Good on absolutely everything but ice cream. I'm Linda Porter, President and CEO of Butch's Bodacious Seasoning. To get the spice back in your life, call me at 313-393-2738. You won't regret it. Thank you. Okay, and we're back at the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. And any of my listeners, if you would like to make a comment, we're talking about uh, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. We're talking about lies. How do you feel about lies? Do you like people that lie? I mean, I think at some time all of us, 
says something that uh, may not be a little, you know, truth. I don't know. What do you think, Lucy? I think we say a lot of things that may not be a little truth. <laughs> but um, sometimes you just feel that there's a need there. It, I, I think in the long run it does affect yourself. You know, uh, it, it, it has an effect on us like anything else. Well, don't you think that sometimes we tell lies to maybe not hurt someone's feelings? Even for that, we're not supposed to. We're not. Um, I was. I like to listen to the story of Daniel, and he told the king this. He said, "Listen." He told him, "Listen." The king asked him, "Will you tell me the truth, even if you know that it would upset me?" And so Daniel put it to him this way. He says, "If you want," he said, "I'm going to tell you the truth." He said, "But if you don't want me to tell you the truth about something," he said, "Then don't ask me at all. Don't ask me at all about it." Because I'm going to tell you the truth. And even on the point of making you upset with me that you want to probably chop my head off, I'm going to tell you the truth. And that's the way he looked at it. Okay, but how how much do we do that? We don't. We try. We, you know. Well, we do try to... We try not to hurt people's feelings. We camouflage things. We try to we call ourselves camouflage, you know, cover up. When a lot of times the truth will help you. Telling well, you know, uh, you know, doing a different way, it will be a help to you. Well, well, I'm, well, it will be a help to you. At least you know what you're dealing with, you know. Instead of uh, uh, lie to just cover up something. Well, a lot it's of times that, you, that, that what? Go ahead. No, a I'm lot of times it's the thing that you. If, that even you if you what? lie to cover up something that, like, cover up what the truth really is, it really doesn't help. Well, yeah, I believe that, but but you know somebody. Help, yeah. Um. There was a young lady who said her friend, uh, they were having lunch, and her friend had, you know, changed and stopped dyeing her hair, so her hair was gray. And she asked her friend, you know, how do you, what do you think about it? And her friend said, I don't like it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It makes you look old. And that hurt her feelings. That's true, but then, but it's better, you know, to tell so them. It's better you that you I'm not gonna make any remarks on it. Hey, I'm a size. I'm not gonna make any remarks on it or something. You can't say that. Do you like? You can't. Lots of things. I'm not gonna say anything about it. If you like it, I'm gonna love it. Well, maybe some, you know, just try to, you know, to well, um, then, well if you're a friend. And someone asked you that, how do you like my gray? And you said, no, nah, I don't like that. Makes you look old. Oh, my gosh. That's hurtful. 
Yeah, but then as well, a friend, you should be able to free. take it, you know. What did you say? Friend, you have to set you free. What did you say? The truth will set you free. So you're going to lose a uh, friend, a friend that you've had for 15, 20, 25 years over gray yeah, hair? You'll be free. You'll be <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think it's a way you can say it, you know, other than it makes you look old. I think it's always a way to do things. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it, you know. That's that's true, yeah. So you you can, you know, like they say, you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. You know, so (laughs) you you can tell a a pretty lie, but it's still a lie, you know. And it's still a pig. Uh, still a pig. Still alive. Put something on a pig. <laughs> yeah, okay. I haven't heard that one. But I mean, you know, I don't know. I just think, uh, I I think, you know, like I said in the beginning, most people lie every day without realizing it or thinking much of it, you know. Well, you know, so, I think perhaps striving to be an individual of integrity and, and character and, you know, as honest as you can be. Because if you tell the truth, you ain't got to remember the lie. That's uh, true, too. So, you know, if you tell the truth, then it is what it is. You know, so that's been my motto. But what you don't so want to do is to uh, hurt someone's feelings. No, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I mean, so, you know, you, you pick and choose, you know, what you do and how you do it. You know, you got a, you got a little kid, you know, that asks you, you know, hey, you like what I'm wearing? You know, no, kid, it makes you look ugly. You know, you just crush your self-esteem for the next 30 years. Yeah. yeah. So, You're supposed to do that to so, children. So, I mean, no. you know, it's, it's the way that you do things. and um, You know, but you don't want to be a person that gets a reputation as being a liar because, you know, whatever comes out yeah, of your mouth. No one ever believes you. Question. Yeah. Right. So that's like the little boy that cried wolf, you know, cried wolf. Man. So when the wolf came, then nobody believed. Um, okay, you know. So <laughs> yeah, you have to determine. Did he ever get eaten up? I'm sure he did. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about stories. You know, you create whatever ending you want. But you know, I think that. Um, in society, you know, we want to be the best role models that we can for our children. And right now, you know, there are a lot of adults that are not being good model, uh, good role models, or good citizens, you know. Uh, just to use the word, for example, you know, Putin, you know, built up 190,000 troops on the border of Ukraine. Yeah. 
And everybody was saying, well, are you going to invade? No, no, we're just doing practice right. exercises. We're not going to invade, you know. He sure did. Uh, right, that's that. a lot of it's a waste of time and manpower for you just to be practicing, you know. So everybody knew he was lying. I mean, you know, you got that reputation. And then, you know, your actions speak louder than your words, you know. So sometimes, you know, you got to watch what you ask for, you know, because sometimes people don't want to know the truth. You know, well, that's women true, say, too. Tell me, the, tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. I can handle it. You know. <laughs> and you tell them the truth, and they knock you upside the head. And they the got this, the also. gun, right. <laughs> right. So, you know, and in those situations, I think you might want to tell a lie, you know, to save your life. <laughs> no, nah, I know you didn't so say I, that. <laughs> So, I mean, there can be good times. There can be good times to lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. When your life is on the line, you know. Oh you yeah, Oh lie. yes. Now mm-hmm. I go along with you on that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it sounds like that's what yeah. for Mark Twain. Uh oh. I said it sounds like that's what for Mark Twain. Oh. Mark okay. Twain says I. Mark Twain basically says that you never feel, you never feel sorry for something you didn't say. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, my co-host said, you won't have to try to remember <laughs> what you said because it wasn't true. And then somebody's going to remember what you said. Well, I thought you said... What? Did I say that? <laughs> well, I mean, history, you know, will determine uh, what what story is written, you know, and in terms of these politicians, you know, they want to say that the insurrection on January 6th was just a regular tourist event of yes. regular ordinary patriots, you know, and so they want to lie and then, you know, the fact that uh, Trump says that he won the election, you know, because of election um, uh, improprieties uh, is a lie. And he started to lie before the election even got there. So, um, But he, know, knew, he knew if he said it long enough that they would believe him. And that's exactly well, what happened. It's a playbook, you know, it's a playbook of lies and perception, you know, um, uh, you know, smoke and mirrors. And so uh, you find that these politicians are all, um, you know, saying the same thing and they're all um, on the same page. But how can they be on Putin's side? This is America. Because the land Donald Trump's on free. Putin's side. <sighs> Donald Trump's on Putin's side. And so Donald they have Trump, to. Yeah. Don't believe your lying eyes. Only believe what I tell you. Yeah. He said that for right. two months in a row. And every and that's what they did. They he didn't said, believe what? Anybody else. He said, don't believe your lying eyes. Only believe what I tell you. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, you that. know, so so Putin had four years of the train truck. Uh, 
no oversight. No oversight. I mean, yeah. he was able, you know, they're talking about, you know, these sanctions and, you know, putting freezes on, you know, the Russian money and, you know, the SWIFT banking that they use over in Europe, uh, possibly trying to make an arrangement with them to freeze, you know, Russian money. Um, so I'm sure that, you know, the past four years, Putin knew what he was doing, you know. And yeah, so he's building I'm up sure for such all, a time I'm, as this, yeah. I'm, I'm, right. I'm sure all them bank accounts, they didn't took them $10 billion out, and they freeze in that $20 that they left in there. Right, they done moved moved the $10 billion, but they got $20 left in the account. Y'all can freeze that. And and we're going to keep it moving because we've been prepared for this. So all the billionaires and the oligarchs, you know, that are over there that that have all this money, you know, that they've got from wall and corruption, um, you know, they're they're playing it out right now. And I think that part of what Putin is doing is probably to push Biden's hand into, you know, making some decisions. Because if it's some Americans that get killed in this war, you know, that's going to be bad press. And America's not going to like that. And uh, and we need to put Trump back in office because under Trump, this wouldn't happen. But that's yeah. a lie. When really he's been a part of it all the time. Yeah. You just can't believe exactly. what the person said. You know how a lie, you know, when you really called, think about lie can ruin relationships. You know, if your husband mm. or your wife is lying to you, you're supposed to trust each other. Yeah. You know, it ruins relationships, you know. And you sometimes you wonder, are they telling another lie or is, what, is it telling the truth or whatever? So do you think relationships. Do you think Trump yeah, told him know. to do what he's doing now? Sure, I no, believe he uh, said Trump was going to do. He told Trump what I don't Trump think was going to do. Putin told Trump, Trump what he's going to do. But here's the weird thing. Think about this. Trump was the most powerful man in the world, right, hmm. as president of the United States, and he bowed down to somebody that's less, got less power than he had. <laughs> now, how dumb yeah, is that? He had some leverage on him. He had something on him. Yeah. I heard. Yeah, Putin I, heard. To, um, I was listening to the news, and they're, they're saying even Trump's uh, accounting firm that does his papers and all of that, now they're, they're saying that we don't know about this, and it wasn't quite really what it was supposed to be. So, you know, a lot of the, the attorney general of New York, she's coming up with so many things. He didn't really have as much money, and then he'll have them lie about something. Those same papers, he spread them around, get about $375 million for a house, for a building, that he wanted to get that building renovated for $170 million. And with them same papers, and they're finding out that the, uh, his accounting firm now says, well, it wasn't really that way, you know, and they're bowing out, you know, since all this investigation well, is going on. And he has tied up people's money and tied this up and tied that up. And, you know, it, you, what can you believe about it? Well, you know, two prosecutors quit, you know, the case in New York, um, the civil case on him. Uh, Letitia James. And uh, because they have a new DA, a black man, you know, um, 
Alvin Bragg, I think is his name. And so he's he's a black man that's doing the bidding of the of Trump and the GOP. So he was a plant. They put this black man in there, so he's pretty much, you know, squashing their their um, pace for two seasons. You know, federal you know, DAs have quit the case. And so, you know, that's just like right now. They, uh, I think in 18, 20 states they're running. They've got these people that are extremists and, and you know, Touting the big lie, running for Secretary of State, you know, in about 18 states, and so uh, they're putting just like the Tea Party movement, you know, right now they've got these extremists that are running, and they're putting them in place, and uh, just like Trump was able to uh, appoint three conservative judges. Yes. That, Only you know, because he said, "Don't let him." choose wait till the new president get in and And they would they keep doing stuff like that yeah and they did it the dumb uh okay the people that weren't supposed to do that yeah but if they continue like they're going we're not going to have a democracy Democracy. They don't want it. They want to be in control at all times. That's like true. Putin, he wants That's to be true. in control at all times. That's what they want. I pray. They feel they like that they be now people coming into the United States are out there being outnumbered and they're taking over. So they're trying to find a way. And they they got they pushing for a constitutional Congress where they're going to make definite changes in the Constitution. Yes, I know. Mm. They wanna they don't want to do that. And they're already talking about um, what is it the the people to make that, it convenient for them. No matter who you, everybody in the United States can vote for this right. one candidate. But then, if 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 the, if the state legislatures, maybe they're they're Republicans, then they say, well, no, we're not going to do it that way. We're going to take your electoral college vote, uh, these electoral college votes, and give it to this person, give it to this person, because this is who we want. To keep in, to, to stay in control. Well, that's yeah, what I was going to say about voting district. Yeah, no, yeah they're doing all of that. Yeah, they oh, may as well forget them. Yeah. Well, you know, let us pray and hope that the Republicans will not will not get in because if they get in and they're more than the Democrats. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. Even when, uh, you know, most people know that the election, was nothing was wrong with the election. But they're trying to find things wrong with it. Well, how many they, times I, did they, they count it? They counted and played they with them papers so much. They They're telling that if you don't, uh, what is the something that you don't like about it, you can unplug the um, voting machine. Now, how are you going to tell somebody to walk in and, no, uh, I don't like that, and I'm going to pull the plug? That's what they're talking about, pulling the club on the machine, pulling the plug well, on the machine. Well, you know, 
this is the last uh, Friday in February, so this is the last That's Friday true. of Black History Month. So, That's you know, we'd like to share a Black History fact. Uh, one, that, uh, uh, December 4th, 1931, a young man named Matthew Williams uh, was 22 years old at the time. He asked his white boss, uh, Daniel Elliott, for a raise, if he could have a raise of 15 cents. And so the white man was so outraged, you know, whatever transpired between the two, you know, there was gunshots uh, that that happened. And Daniel Elliott, the white man, was later found in a pool of blood. And, um, and Matthew Williams, the young man, was also found shot and incapacitated. And he was taken to the hospital, put in a straight jacket, and, you know, and once, you know, the white people found out that uh, this had taken place, they went to the to the hospital looking for uh, Matthew Williams, and they found him and, you know, overpowered the hospital and threw him out the window down to, to the waiting crowd, you know, oh over a thousand people, and, you know, they ended up... Uh, hanging him, you know, they drug him, you know, a few blocks to the county courthouse and they ended up hanging him and uh, from there, you know, they ended up uh, burning him and they ended up clipping his fingers and toes, and this is 1931, and threw him on the porch of the other black people and so they instituted a curfew and said that, you know, black people couldn't be on the street, you know, after dark. So, you know, a lot of the black people uh, in this town in Salisbury, um, uh, Maryland, um, would not be found after dark on the street. And I'm sure you've heard, you know, uh, the term sundown, you know, in, in certain towns. It's like, you know, don't don't be black in this town at night. Um, and so they... Uh, uh, nobody was indicted or nobody was arrested for this crime, uh, and uh, they ended up uh, destroying that city uh, over the course of the uh, next couple years. And the only thing left there now um, that existed back when the um, the black people were um, living there is an uh, old church which they turned into uh, like a civic center um, that holds a lot of history. Uh, but it was just the fact that uh, America is, is an experiment, and the experiment was that uh, because of the black people's dominance in in society over a period of the Dark Ages where Hannibal, you know, was conquering Europe and, um, yeah. you know, over in Italy. And that's why a lot of people over there have olive-colored skins because black people ruled over there for 800 years. You know, uh, white people, you know, found the opportunity to uh, get back at us. And so they recognized our greatness more than a lot of us 
Oh, a lot of us do, yeah. Or the blacks in America do, yeah. But the white people know how great we are, and they know we come from royalty, yeah. and they know the word niggas is a term of uh, royalty, uh, N-E-G-U-S, uh, but then they call us niggas, you know, and mm-hmm. so they make it a derogatory term. Um, and so uh, I think that it's really a matter of education for us you know, because there are things that we um, uncover as we get older. And some things, you know, I mean, I'm in my 50s, and I'm still learning things about our history that, you know, I guess bits and pieces that just happen to come out. You know, it's like, what? I never knew about that, you know. Just like Lake Lanier in Georgia, um, you know, and some people may be uh, familiar with Lake Lanier, you know, Usher, the singer, um, him and his wife's son ended up getting in a little boating accident, and he ended up, the little boy ended up dying. I think he was 13 years old. Uh, but Lake Lanier used to be a city that was uh, predominantly black. and um, And I think this was uh, the years kind of escaped me right now with uh, Lake Lanier, but uh, what they ended up doing was uh, accusing a couple black uh, young men of raping a white woman, and so, um, you know, they go and they hang them, and then they ended up, you know, destroying the city that was phenomenally black, and then they ended up flooding it and making it a lake. So, I mean, under Lake Lanier is a, what used to be a city that black people used to um, be predominantly uh, occupants of. And um, I've later come to find that there have been over 100 other cities, you know, in the United States that were occupied by black people that were flooded and that are now lakes, you know, that are now lakes of some sort. Um and so that's the reason that, you know, these white people don't want critical race theory or the truth to be told and educated to, to our children. You know, no, it's not going to make white people feel good. It's not going to make white kids feel good to know that your your ancestors, your great-grandfather, you know, was, was, was raping and pillaging, you know, black people and killing and hanging black people and sending postcards out. No, I mean, you know, of, of course, they, you know, they don't want that information. They would rather, they just want the good, you know, fluffy stuff to be taught. But, I mean, those things were never taught when I was in high school anyway or in school, you know, the whole lot of yeah. black history that was omitted, you know, and I don't think we asked questions. I mean, you know, I guess we really didn't know the questions to ask. But... um I think now that we're older and a lot of our civil rights leaders are passing away, it's like, okay, who's going to carry the torch? Um, because because of what of, it's costing now. Yeah, I mean, you know. Who want to bear that burden police, Yeah, with these police killings, you know, police killing unarmed black people. That's not new. I mean, you know, the police have been policing black communities, you know, since, since slavery. You know, and I just heard a statistic today that blew my mind. That was when Bellagio, or Del Blasio, was the mayor in uh, New York. 
on one year, they arrested more, you know, with the stop and frisk and all that. They arrested more black men than black men lived in New York. So, I mean, yeah, well, that's you know, not figure surprising. That that's not So, I mean, surprising. if you got 10,000 black men that, you know, technically live in New York and you arrest 12,000, I mean, okay, what's, what's wrong with that picture? So, you know, we've been targeted, riding while black, walking while black, living in your house while black, you know, minding your business while black, you know. So we're uh, under constant attack, and, you know, it's, it's a stressful situation being black. So, I mean, it's a lie. You know, it's the lie that white people tell us. And then, you know, the fact that uh, our opportunities aren't the same. We aren't equal, you know. And then when you have black people that, you know, black skin, but, you know, white white supremacist ideology, you know, you have to look at them. And I've got a friend like that, you know. And, and you know, and I love his life, but, you know, I can't agree with his politics. I mean, you know. You would think he's a white man, you know. Uh, you would think he's a, a racist white man, you know. If you look at some of his Facebook posts, you wouldn't know that he was a black man, you know. Um, but, you know, not only are we dealing with that, you know, people that look like us that, you know, we can't trust. It's just um, a lot of lies, and, you know, I think that, you know, the Lord is overseeing all this, you know, and I think at some point, you know, it's going the the righteous shall prevail. I mean, I whether we're living or not to see it, you know, I don't know, but uh we're living in perilous times right now. I mean, we're living through historic times and these times we're living through people will talk about in the future, you know, as opposed to everything. So that's just yeah. my that's that's my my eight fifty seven commentary. <laughs> well, that was, now, yeah, that was that was really good because I didn't know uh, the uh, story that you were telling. It's a lot, yeah. Yeah. It's an no. awful lot, yeah. Yeah, maybe. That's something yeah, maybe what. About. We'll have a show and we'll talk about, you know, some of the, uh, because, you know, uh, I'm really passionate about the history and the reconstruction and, you know, certain eras in, in, in our existence, you know, because it all brings us to where we're at today, you know. But that some people don't start, yeah, but some people don't go back that far. Some people, you know, they start from the day they were born and move forward. You know, so everything that happened before they was born, I can't speak on that. I can't speak <laughs> but on then that. a lot of things that they that they starting to realize is still there. It's still there, and they don't know how to deal with That's it. That's true. I, I was surprised I mean, to understand. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, a lot of things, you know, have gotten worse. I mean, you know, you wouldn't believe it. I mean. They've shot down Roe vs. Wade. That's been, you know, in, in effect for over 50 years. And, yeah. And, you know, they're coming, you know, they're attacking all our liberties, you know, one by one. They're just trying That's to cancel certain things. And That's it. uh, it's amazing, you know. So it's like, okay, fight back, please. Fight back, you know. What are you going to do to participate, you know, because sitting back then 
eyewitness to this this debacle and devastation. It seems real one sided. Um, and then when you have people, you know, declaring to be be Democrats, but you know, with Republican tendencies, right, you right, know, like. Yeah. You know, Joe Manchin and, you know, Christian Cinema, yes. you know, yes. just to name two people. Yes. You know, yes. it's like, really? You know, so, and that's just like with Obama's first term, you know, when he was first elected, he had the House and the Senate, but it was certain things that he couldn't pass because that's true. the that's Democrats true. didn't want to support the black man. So, I mean, they have, the because of the, of the midterm election, a lot of them got tired. When they helped him with that medical right. thing, yeah, they got fired because we did yeah. not vote in that midterm election. Right. And he was left, but he knew what to do as far as you know, uh, you know, executive orders and things like that. But a lot of things he really wanted to do um, was to um, he couldn't get it through. Yeah, he really couldn't get it through. Uh, yeah, how many have you, have you read the sixteen nineteen project at all? Do you have have it in the book? The sixteen nineteen project. I'm sitting there looking at the book right now, but uh, no, I haven't started reading that. I need to. Yeah. Have you started? Have you read it? I, I was going to uh, try to uh, find it, you know, the, because they're put, okay. they're teaching it in a lot of places, and that's one thing Trump doesn't want. He feels like they shouldn't teach it. He was against the 1619 Project. Yeah, I, I'm reading a book right now called um, What Happened to You? And it was, it was written by Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah Winfrey. And it talks about trauma, and it talks about different forms of trauma. Um, and instead of asking somebody, you know, um, what's wrong with you, <laughs> you know, you ask them what happened to you. Because, you know, you ask that question, a lot of times their lives, the explanation for their behavior, um, you know, talking about children or talking about whether it's a Vietnam so, veteran, yeah. you know. I mean, you know, everybody, you know. Uh, like I say, you know, parents can mess up some kids, you know. So that some adults yeah. can mess up kids. And, you know, and, and as I think about it, you know, Teachers are regular people, and you know they've got their own issues, and and um, you know if you've got certain type of people teaching certain black children, and they don't understand the dynamics of black children, and maybe not even love those children, then there may be some uh, deficiencies in, in, in that education or teaching of child, teaching of children. So, um, you know, I don't know when I had my first black teacher or when I had my first black male teacher. I couldn't think back. I don't know exactly what age I was when I, when I had that. Um, but I think that you know, we are responsible for ourselves and our community. Yes, it's responsible. Yeah, your own actions and things like that, regardless and, of what you've gone through. And, with, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we're responsible for for our for our village, and so I think that it's up to us to be able to um, educate um, not only our children but our generation. And uh, it's not an easy task, you know. Half the time, you know, you talk to the kids and they don't listen. You know, you that's talk the to big problem. They don't they listen. listen, right? Right. Until they get into a lot you know, of trouble, and it's hard pulling them out of it, you know, because, it, oh, you know, yeah. like you say, it's, it's hard getting them out of it, you know. It's very difficult well, to get gotta, them out of the trouble. you got to be the savior, right. you got to be it the is, savior. They expect you to come to the rescue, you know. But, but then there are lessons that they have to learn on their own, you know. You hate to see a kid but then the lessons, sometimes. Yeah. The lessons that they have to learn now, it usually is almost costing them their life. That's yeah, what's so sad about, about that. I was reading where right. a 15-year-old was doing 170 years in jail. A 15-year-old. What? Oh, wow. I, I, I won't even read the article. I have to pass over that. What's happening with our children within our communities? What is happening, well, you y'all? Know, I think it's by design. I don't think it's by accident. You know, I think that um, we've been thrown away. And, you know, and I was reading a story uh, the other day about a young man named Bakari Henderson, you know, um, an exceptional young man, young black man who was attending college and, you know, he was a world traveler. And, you know, he was doing things on his own. He was solo, you know, and and he um, was in Greece. He had taken a vacation to Greece, you know. He also had a list of people that he wanted to to meet. He wanted to meet Elon Musk, you know, the owner of Tesla. And oh, wow. He, want, he wanted to work with Robert Smith, the black billionaire that, you know, um, paid for all the student loans, you know, for the class over at Morehouse. He wanted to, to work with him, you know. But he was over in, in Greece and um, – uh, hanging out at a club, and a uh, white girl in the club asked him, could she take a selfie with him? And so... Uh-oh. Uh, Here we so go. he took a picture, you know, and, you know, the Serbian guy asked her, you know, why, you know, it's a lot of Serbs in here. Why you asked to take a picture with this black guy? So there was a video, and I saw the video, you know, the Serbian guy reached over and, and punched him, you know. So, you know, Bakari, after, you know, exchanging some words with the guy, ended up swinging back and hitting him. Oh, wow. And so this, so this thing, you know, so he ended up getting beat up by about 30 people. Oh yeah. And it said thirty seconds it said thirty seconds later he was dead. Oh wow. And so you know, and this was a young man who was, you know, looking to be a designer. I mean, he had everything going for him. So his parents had been going back and forth to Greece for these trials. They had seven to nine people on trial and you know, some have since got out, you know, after two years. They don't and, pay for it, you know. know yeah, and so, you know, right now they've asked them to try them again, and so because they don't have double jeopardy in Greece, you know, they're 
retrying them, but it's pretty much like black lives really don't matter and not even over That's there. True. Yeah, so it was so, all a hoax in the first place, yeah. Yeah, so that's just one story, you know, that, and we don't hear about those stories. We hear about the white girl that went over to Aruba and disappeared and, you know, and and different other stories. The white girl, Petite, you know, who was in the mountain and ended up getting killed by her boyfriend who, you know, was on the run and ended up getting, you know, killing himself in the Everglades, you know. But we hear about all these white people. But, you know, we don't hear the stories, a lot of stories about missing black people or black people that, you know, get murdered like that. So it's a very unfortunate story. But, you know, there's so many that we don't hear about. Yeah. You know, so there's so many, you know, so we really have to be protective of each other. And um, and we really have to be careful. Mm-hmm. But right now, with this war going on, I think that we can look forward to uh, raising, you know, rising gas prices. And, you know, food has already been going up. But I think, you know, it's going to be some global things that we're going to experience that are going to increase. Um, so I think that's something we got to look forward to as long as. Uh, well, they've already said that. Putin has enough technology to mess us up, you know. So <laughs> because in our country we keep fighting each other, we won't come together. To you know, he hasn't had a chance to come together, Biden, to put his put his uh, presidency on you know out there so that we can move ahead. Because they keep listening to this one man with his thumb in his mouth talking about he lost it, that he was cheated on the election. Well, you That's know, the they, uh, remember when, um, what was it, They uh, there was a company that was hacked, and I think that some of the, what was it, some of the lights went out, the grid went out and down south or something for a couple of days or something, um, and then they discovered that there's been some malware or spyware that has been installed in a lot of these large five, Fortune 500 companies and uh, corporations for six to eight months before they discovered it. So, you know, that's how long the stuff has been sitting there. So it's like right now there are computer viruses that are just sitting in certain computer systems just waiting for a command to... Yeah devastate whatever. I mean and Trump gave and Trump gave Putin access to do that. Before you Oh he did. Putin Putin I mean so Russia is probably so infiltrated in the American computer system mm-hmm. right now. Yes, that that's why like, they okay, say they could they can do anything now. Yeah, I mean, okay, you want to give me some sanctions, watch watch this. In the middle huh. of winter I'm gonna make I'm gonna make all your lights go out. Your whole, you know, whole country. Oh my gosh. You know. Well. So, so it's uh, it's gonna get nasty. You know, it's gonna get you know worse before it gets better. I believe. Well, it's something to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so I'm done. So it's on you, Jenny White. What you, what you got? Okay. <laughs> Well, 
Uh, I think we had a great show. I really do. Um, a lot of the stuff that was said, I, I didn't know anything about it. So I don't know. But uh, I think it was a great show. So, PC, would you like to make a comment before we go? Nope. Great show. Oh, okay. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, Lucy? Yeah, I consider it a great show, and it shows uh, makes making me think about a lot of ruins relationships. It's hard now to trust, you know. It ruins relationships point. because mm-hmm. of the lies that the, the um, Congress people and, and everyone has been telling. We we have no faith in our country anymore. It looks like it's going to be every man for itself, for yourself and stuff. Instead of coming together as a country during this troubled time, you don't know what to believe, who to believe. It, it it makes relationships bad between husband and wife. All of this. You heard about this man who he killed uh, his girlfriend's uh, two-year-old baby was mistreated, and then he drowned it in the bathtub. All of this stuff is going on. You know, it, it just destroys relationships, and um, it shouldn't be that way. It is. You know, it shouldn't yeah. be that way. And I do consider it a good show. Okay, well, if that's it, I would like to say I can accept failure, but I can't accept not trying. So we ought to think about that. And having said that, I thank you guys for participating on the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show and those that called in. And listen, I appreciate you as well. And now we'll see you next week in March. This year is going by really, really quickly. Very fast, it is. Yes. So that's all I have to say. This has been the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Good night. Good night. Good night.